Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 262. I'm Sean, and join with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yep, I'm here. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share it with a friend, and listen to our entertainment podcast right after this. Andy, we got a jam-packed sports podcast, so uh, should we just start with the NBA? Yeah, I mean, not much here in the NBA where season's uh, going. It's about... <laughs> it's almost over. We got... A few more weeks. Uh, some of the teams are already starting to, to fall apart here. Uh, but again, nothing really big happened. Uh, the Nets did beat the Sixers last week. So we talked about that was that big game happening. Ben Simmons was going to uh, like say hi to the crowd and get booed or whatever. But uh, that was a big win for the Nets and Harden wasn't good. So uh, a lot of people enjoyed that. But uh, I think the, the one the one thing I wanted to bring up here in the NBA is uh, Greg Popovich set the record for most uh, wins as a coach. So he uh, he passed Don Nelson this week. So one thousand three hundred thirty six wins. Very nice. Greg Popovich. So now uh, I mean, kind of crazy that Don Nelson was number one when it's like Greg Popovich has won five titles and was in the playoffs every year. Where I mean, Don Nelson had some teams that made the playoffs, but. Uh, he never won a championship or anything. I don't even know if they, if he ever got to the finals. I think by the time the Mavs actually got to the finals, he had already been gone. So, yeah. So the Mavericks made the finals the year after he was fired, uh, but he just coached coached for a very, very, very long time. Uh, just one of the weirdest, weirdest guys. I mean, his his son was just fired too from, from Dallas this past year. Whoa, he had he had been. Uh, I don't know if he was their full-time GM or he might have been, but with like after his dad was fired as coach, but uh, it looked like Luca finally fired him last year. But yeah, so I guess I'm talking more about Don Nelson than I'm Greg Popovich. But. Yeah, Andy, come on. <laughs> no, congratulations to, to Popovich. Uh, definitely deserving. He he just does an amazing job every year, even when the team isn't that good, like this year, and. uh he might get them. He might get them to sneak back into the, into the playoffs. They're they're not in it right now, but so they're they're two games back of the Pelicans for the tenth seed. So they could do it. They they made they got in as the tenth seed last year and just got destroyed in the nine ten matchup. But uh, I think you'd rather get to that ten and at least have a chance. And right now it looks like the number nine team is going to be the Lakers, who are they're oh. beatable. Uh, who knew? Yeah, that's good. That's going to be hilarious if. They have not nine ten matchup. If the Pelicans do get that ten seed, and Zion's back, and they win by a hundred. Yeah, Le- LeBron sets himself on fire. Like Probably to say, like you know, no, the refs. We got to rematch. We got to redo this. Start the season well, over. He just gets the new NBA rules out. And like, yeah. Actually, he's like, I'm only getting older. This is not how it's supposed to go. Yeah. Hey, Greg Pop- Popovich is only getting older too. Yeah, but at least he's just a coach. Yeah. LeBron still has to do slam dunks and things like that. And he's still very good at them. For now. Yeah, well, that's all I've got for uh, NBA. So uh, we've got a lot more for other sports. Yeah, Let's move on to the MLB. Yeah, big news. It's it's back. So they did agree to a deal. I think when we last left you, it's like it's looking promising, but it wasn't confirmed. Uh, I think Wednesday they did sign the new agreement. 
so we got a season starting April 7th, I think I just looked it up. Uh, so it's only missing about a week of, of games. So that's fine. Still about 41 <laughs> games that the each team will miss in that week. But yeah, pretty good. Uh, but it did mean that with a new deal, all the uh, leftover free agents were now free to start making deals. And they got to get there because spring training's already begun. Like you're, You can go to Arizona right now. I mean, the players can. Uh, but a lot of te- a lot of players left out teams right now, so um, you know p- people had to make moves. So one of the, one of the first things that happened was Clayton Kershaw did re-sign with the Dodgers, just a one-year deal, a kind of a cheap one-year, seventeen million dollar deal. Uh, some speculation that uh, he's ready to to retire. He's only thirty four, but he's had so many injury issues the last few years, and just is not the same pitcher that he didn't want to sign a long term deal because he doesn't know if he wants to do this forever and uh i don't know i don't know what that means or maybe he just he's like i don't want to do a shortened season here with the team i'm unfamiliar with if i'm going to leave i want to leave and prepare for it uh but either way he's back this year the dodgers do need starting pitching Uh, so i'm happy about that i hope he stays healthy i'm sure they'll manage him uh well they're not gonna overuse him but I, I want him to keep playing. I want him to play forever, even if he's diminished. I just keep keep going out there. Um, yeah, and like I said, the Dodgers do need him because they are in a weird position with starting pitching. Uh, Trevor Bauer, remember him? Yeah. The, uh, the guy who was uh, suspended for most of last season for basically being, they don't really know, like he had a pending possible criminal charges. Uh, well, they decided recently... They aren't going to go ahead and file any charges, which, of course, in these types of cases does not mean you you were innocent. I mean, it means you're innocent by the court and no legal action to be taken against you. Uh, but that's not really what matters here. So they're in a weird situation. He is on the roster or he no, he's not on the roster. He's actually they actually suspended him for another week just to be like, we don't know what to do with him. Uh, so that's baseball did that. But I mean, he is on he's on the payroll. And there's really no reason for him to be suspended anymore because there's no case going forward. But he probably did some stuff wrong, and it's it's going to be very strange if he if he is going to play again. I'm sure he'll be booed merciless, mercilessly. Uh, I don't know how many of his teammates will want him to be there. Uh, so just a really strange situation that I'm sure they don't want to be in. But at the same time, like they could use his pitching. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. That's awkward. I think they should p- let him pitch, but like allow everyone to like throw tomatoes at him. Yeah. Like, and like, just go, all right, everyone get it out. Like get first him. inning, first inning, you throw your tomatoes at him <clears throat> and then he just pitches. Maybe, maybe he has to wear like a, a mask or something. Uh, not like a COVID thing. I mean, like a, like maybe, maybe he wears one of those Richard Nixon masks, you know? Oh, yeah. I was thinking more like, like, like a Halloween. Uh, yeah, like uh, Hannibal Lecter or something. Okay. Oh, that would be good too. Yeah, just something to be like. All right, you Steve can play, Buscemi but... and Conair. Yes, <laughs> you could play, but we know, we know. But I'm into it. I, I like it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I just want it to be over with. Uh, but that's that's not the biggest thing that happened in baseball this week. Some other big moves. There was a, a player. I didn't write it down, but he got traded twice in one day. Wow. Uh, which was got traded from the Twins to the or from the Rangers to the Twins. 
And it's like, oh, the Twins' new shortstop. And then he got traded to the Yankees. It's like, That's okay. a fake out and a half right there. Yeah, totally different uh, areas of the world. Um, uh, another big trade today, the Reds traded uh, Jesse Winker and uh, Eugenio Suarez, which I spelled that very wrong in my notes here. But uh, they're going to the Mariners. So uh, Winker was an all-star last year. The Reds are really uh, tearing down the whole team. They're letting everyone go. It's really embarrassing. Uh, these, this is kind of the problem with baseball. We signed the new deal and it's the same problems remain. The Reds could probably afford it, but they're just like, these teams are so cheap. That they're like, ah, fuck it. Just trade everyone. Sign no players. Just let's go really cheap because there is a method to being successful and super cheap. The, the Rays and the A's have figured that out. So I guess if you're the Reds are like, Hey, why don't we just never pay anyone? And maybe we still make the playoffs every few years. But it sucks. It sucks for the sport. It sucks if you're a fan. If you're, if you're like an 11 year old kid in Cincinnati and you love Jesse Winker, you know <laughs> what a name. He's gone. It's too bad. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. Uh, and then there was another. There's a big move. I just mentioned the A's. The A's have to trade everyone always. Uh, they traded uh, first baseman Matt Olson, but the bigger part of that story is where they traded him to. Uh, he's going to the Braves which all but confirms that uh, Freddie Freeman will not be returning to Atlanta. Whoa. Uh, the, the GM today was talking about the trade and uh, was like really emotional about it, even though he never mentioned Freddie. He was, you could tell he's emotional by about the fact that <clears throat> he would not be back. So uh, I don't know if that was just <clears throat> money that they couldn't work out. Uh, Atlanta, I think, can be a little cheap sometimes, even though they're like a, a premier franchise. I don't think they're they're not like the Red Sox or the Dodgers, where they think they have unlimited money. Uh, but it seems like that's just a move you got to make. He's he's the face of your franchise, even if you're not your best player anymore. You should bring him back. You just won a title, but that's uh, not going to happen now. So uh, right now, it looks like it's down to the Dodgers and the Blue Jays, who have came on here at the end. Um, Weird part of the story is uh, Freddie is Canadian. He's a Canadian citizen. Freddie Freeman? Which, sound, which sounds like made up yeah. as I'm saying that. Uh, but it's true. I guess is his dad is from Canada and he Whoa, has Canadian wow. citizenship, also American citizenship. Uh, so he might want to play in Toronto, which is like, ah, it's very different. <laughs> so uh, who, who really knows? Part of the story is would he want to come back? play for the Dodgers because he wants to come back to Southern California where he's from as, as we know um, that's part of the story and I saw some comments I was upset by a comment I saw on the internet just from some random person who said like said well Freddie's from Villa Park California a small town uh, an hour away from Los Angeles and I was like he's no he's from Orange come, your on. Homework. come on how dare you disrespect my neighborhood I mean, he did attend Villa Park Elementary. I know. I'm sure that's where that guy got the information from. But, but like, like, he didn't even go to wrong. Villa Park High. I know. Just it's upsetting. <laughs> Just where did he go to elementary school? All right. That's my, my research is done here. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an entirely different zip code. It's about, you know, 30% more costly. <laughs> the same house costs about 30% more in, in Villa Park. So uh, very offended. I should have commented back. I don't respond to strangers on the internet. Get them. It's unhealthy. Um, but yeah. So still a lot more in baseball. Not everyone's found a home yet. 
Uh, we'll have to do a, a, a proper preview uh, soon enough to kind of review like, oh, yeah, I remember this guy uh, signed in the offseason, like Corey Seager. Remember Corey Seager uh, signed with the Rangers, but that was like nine months ago at this point. So uh, we'll have to go all the, over all the big uh, baseball moves uh, before the, the season actually starts. But, uh, yeah, I mean, by the time this comes out, there'll be like three more things that have happened. So. Uh, that's how free agency works. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, should we move on to the NFL? Yeah, they have their offseason just started now. So this is the end of baseball's offseason. And only because of the lockout. Uh, but this is the beginning of the NFL offseason. And uh, I mean, the, the big thing that happened this week. Tom Brady unretired. What was he retired for like two and a half weeks and is like, I got to get away from my family. Yeah, I think it's I think it's six weeks. I think there's a lot of conspiracies about this. Some that I I think are are plausible. Uh, First of all, he never actually retired. He never signed the paperwork. Uh, Part of it was he was due a bonus. Yeah, he missed it by like a week or a day or something. No, but he didn't miss it because he never retired. So he still got paid the bonus. So it was like, well, they're like, well, he'll retire. He'll officially retire after he gets the bonus. Uh, but then he didn't do that. Um, and it's like, what's going on? A lot of speculation that he wanted to find a new team, but he had a contract with Tampa, but uh, he wanted to seek somewhere else, do a, do a LeBron, you know, you got to find the best team for you. That'll help you win a championship. Uh, and he didn't think maybe Tampa wasn't that team anymore. Um, so by not retiring, his salary still counted against Tampa's payroll, which really limited what they could do. So he was basically holding them hostage. Basically, it's like, okay, you can Whoa. cut me and get out of my salary, and then I can go sign with whoever I want, um, or I'll just not retire until right before the season starts and you will not be able to basically find a new quarterback to replace me. You won't be able to make any moves. My whole salary will count against your, your payroll, uh, which is shitty if that's what he really was doing. Uh, but it looks like Tampa called his bluff and said, all right. So that means you either play, you either play for us or you retire. Uh, Cause we're not going to cut you. We'll just, we'll figure it out. Uh, and he decided, well then I just, I'll play for you. Uh, so that's not officially what happened, but it's, it seems that seems plausible that he really wanted to play for the 49ers who could use an upgraded quarterback and he needed a way to get there. And this was uh, his 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 shot, but he uh, couldn't pull it off. Tampa decided, yeah, we're just going to we'll figure it out. Either you play for us, or you don't. You're not playing for someone else. So he's playing hardball. <laughs> yeah. Um, because there have been stories all since he first put out that he was he was leaving was uh, he's still staying in shape he's still throwing he looks like a guy who's coming back and so who who really knows uh, he wasn't just sitting at home hanging out with the family and being like I don't like this he was still acting as if he was going to come back for another season and he performed well enough last year that he should come back. Will he be uh, forty five next year? No, I think he's I think he's 43 currently, so he'll turn 44. Okay. But I believe that was his his goal he set for himself. Or no, he is 44. 
Okay, he will turn 45 before next year. Good grief. It's just been the same thing over and over, I just assumed. Yeah, it's it's pretty unreal, especially when... It's got to be the oldest professional athlete in like a sport that's not golf or tennis, you know, like a real hands-on sport. Oh, I'd say definitely right now. Yeah, there's no... Sometimes you'll see baseball players, but they'll... Like pitchers sometimes will last into their 40s, but... Nothing like this. I mean, Pujols is, I think, forty now, but he was—he's been like a dead old man for eight years now. So, mm-hmm. um, Pujols is forty-two, and I believe he's—he's he's gonna come back. Oh, here's the story: He, Albert Pujols, dropped a bunch of weight this offseason. All right. Oh wow. He's still—he's—he—he—he uh, reduced himself to three hundred and forty-two pounds. Uh, no, that's a joke. <laughs> now here's a, here's a picture on Instagram. Yeah, he looks—he looks pretty pretty slim. Uh, good for him. Pretty good. Yeah, but we were talking about Brady. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if this was just a case of he was like, actually, I do want to keep playing, or if it was all some sort of scheme. I think you shouldn't make the decision to retire. You should either make the decision to retire like in the season, or sometime later. Don't do it as soon as the season's over. I mean, you could do the do the Ben Roethlisberger thing of like, yeah, I'm not going to make it back. So this is my last season because I clearly suck right now, which Brady couldn't really do. So he's still playing really well. But uh, if you felt like you wanted to retire on February 6th or whenever that was, maybe you should have said like, you know, I'll come back to this in March. I can I can come back to this when um, free agency starts because I don't need to make a decision now. And yeah, you know, definitely he didn't file any paperwork because he wanted that bonus. So. Strange story, but he found a way to get his name into the news after we were talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson and all these other guys for so long. So he got jealous. Yeah, he's he's good at it. All right. Well, you want to hear about some other quarterback transactions? Let's do it. Uh, Carson Wentz traded again. So uh, Wentz was drafted by the Eagles in 2017. I uh, was traded to the Colts this last offseason, started a season for him. Miserable finish. They lose to Jacksonville. Final game of the year. And everyone blamed him. Franchise lost confidence in him. And uh, now he's going to Washington. So the Washington Commanders, that's what they settled on. Horrible, horrible, horrible name. Uh, But that's their name. I think I'll just refer to them as Washington. I don't want to say Commanders. Get them. But yeah, he's uh, no longer going to be with the Colts. So So now they need a quarterback, but... Uh, they just they decided we can't trust Wentz, even though he was fine for them. Just in the biggest moment, he really failed. So they're like, this guy sucks. He can't win a big game. So we gotta we gotta move on. That was their thought. So uh, I kind of feel bad for the guy. He had a nice start to his career, and then got injured, and then it just all went all went downhill. Philly won a Super Bowl with him on the bench. That's always. Hard to do if you're a starting quarterback and then the backup wins the Super Bowl without you. Uh, it's hard to come back from that. How could you? Yeah. Uh, the other big quarterback move, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, the former Bears uh, draft bust. So number two overall pick uh, a few years back. Couldn't really hack it as the starting quarterback for the Bears. Uh, he signed with Buffalo this last offseason and was the backup. Uh, and, and a lot of people around the league are saying this guy actually looks really good being away from the Bears, that he was not going to ever take over Josh Allen's job, but like 
he wasn't a backup. He was better than that. He could start in this league. So he was a hot name. Uh, and right here when free agency started, he uh, came down to the Giants and the Steelers, and he ended up going with the Steelers. So he uh, will likely be the next starting quarterback for the Steelers, who uh, still have talent there. And they had some not great quarterback play the last few years, either with Big Ben uh, or when he was hurt, having to turn to his backups. Uh, so he's probably an upgrade. Uh, but that's a, it's a huge mystery. He was not that good with the Bears. He wasn't the worst quarterback we've ever seen, but he was definitely not worth the number two overall pick. But maybe with a better franchise with the Steelers, he really will turn his career around. Um, I'd like to hear from uh, you know the fans like uh, like Tony what they think of this move. I should have should have asked him, but uh, I think a definite upgrade over Mason Rudolph, who was slotted as their number one right now, and probably an upgrade over the last couple of years of Ben Roethlisberger. So. Yeah, yeah, and it'll be a good story. You know, I like to see draft busts kind of turn it around. Uh, we've seen stuff like this before, where a quarterback drafted high doesn't make it with the original team, but then they they end up having a decent career. You have, you have guys like Rich Gannon won an MVP later on. Steve Young, also an MVP, uh, wasn't very good with Tampa, and then was amazing with the 49ers. So um, I don't think Mitch Trubisky's the next Steve Young, but uh, he is a better athlete than people probably realize, but. Uh, he's not Steve Young. But, no, he uh, is not. He's not Mormon either, I don't think. So he's definitely he can not. convert. Um, <laughs> but he doesn't need to be Steve Young. The team's got TJ Watt. So they just need competent quarterback play. Uh, so there'll be there'll be more. Oh, I actually have more NFL stories. Okay, that was just for QBs. Okay. There's still some other NFL stuff happening and uh, similar to baseball, we'll have, probably have to recap it before everything, uh, the new season starts. Um, but the Chargers, my Chargers made a couple big moves already. Uh, before free agency started a few days ago, they traded for Cleo Mack of the Bears. Uh, Cleo Mack was at one time considered one of the top defensive players in football. Uh, I think he's a little older now and not thought of the same, but he's still a really productive pass rusher. And it looks like the Chargers are following the Rams model of uh, just give up picks. You you have a draft pick. It could be anyone. It could be a, it could be a superstar, but it could also be nothing. Uh, so why not just trade those draft picks for players you know are productive? And that's uh, what the Rams have been doing the last five years, and it, it all paid off this year. So, yeah, the Chargers did a similar deal, trading a second rounder and a sixth rounder. Uh, they're getting Khalil Mack here, who uh, will be an upgrade for the team. Uh, even if he's not the Cleo Mack of four years ago, where he just completely wrecks your offensive line. But they they don't need that. He's going to be the secondary pass rusher next to Joey Bosa. So uh, exciting move for me. I'm, I'm happy that the, the Chargers the, have signaled that they are uh, going to spend money. They want to win. That This is their opportunity now. Uh, so the other big move they made uh, just happened today. Uh, they signed J.C. Jackson of the Patriots, the top defensive back on the market. Uh, they're giving him uh, twenty million a year to be a cornerback. That's a it's a lot of money, but the guy's really good. Not bad. He has a lot of interceptions. Uh, very confident guy, and he I guess he's childhood friends with Derwin James, their star safety. So uh, those two wanted to play together, and um, all I have to say is stay healthy, because that is always my concern with any big name for Asian is how is it going to go wrong? Because that's just I'm. It's just beat into you. That's like, yep, 
uh, at the NFL, players will get hurt and everything will disappoint you. So uh, I, I hope this one doesn't. He's still really young and uh, he's one of those guys where Belichick just finds people. It doesn't doesn't make sense how um, it was even drafted. Let's see. Yeah, he was undrafted and he became one of the top cornerbacks in the NFL just in a few years. And Belichick's great at finding guys like this. And so the concern is, um, will they be great without Belichick? So I don't know. So it looks like he, he went to Riverside city college. Well, there you go. So he's from, he's from Florida, from the so Riverside, uh, Florida. No, no, it is Riverside, California. Uh, you know, it's not a okay, not a great story. I didn't know the whole story behind this guy, but uh, he was arrested and kicked off, uh, oh, kicked out of the University of Florida. Uh, but you know, he's turning his life around. <laughs> he hasn't had any trouble uh, since then. But he, uh, his mom said, "You're moving with your auntie and uncle in <laughs> yes. Riverside." Oh, well, he was found not guilty. It's very, very important. It's important. He was arrested for. Uh, he was in connection with an armed robbery, but I mean, we've all been there. Charges were dropped. I mean, we don't know. Justice system doesn't work sometimes. Could have been, could have been the other guy, other JC Jackson. We don't know. It's uh, true, but it did force him to move across country to Riverside, which is uh, worse than jail. Some would uh, say. I <laughs> uh, hope you don't. Andy, any, I can't uh, even afford to live in Riverside. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, welcome, welcome to uh, Southern California again. Welcome to Inglewood or wherever you want to live. I'm sure he can afford wherever he wants. Yeah, but the yeah, average 20, person, twenty million a year is uh, actually okay. Then I shouldn't say wherever he wants. Mm, like two thirds of California, he could afford probably most one bedroom apartments and condos. He could afford. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, there you go. But a house, pff, no way, no way. Get on Three a waiting list house. first. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna, we'll have more in the NFL, but that's just that's just a taste. It's of, just yeah, for now. Yeah, there's there's moves happening all over the place. I can't even keep up with them. So we're gonna have to talk more next week about all the the NFL stuff. But uh, that's what I got for now. I think I think the biggest news is obviously Mitch Trubisky signing with the Steelers. Uh, nothing else compares to that. Obviously, Mitch yeah. Trubisky. Cool name. That it is indeed. All right, should we talk talk about some March Madness? Yeah, it's it's, it's begun. happening. It's happening right now. Possibly the the first oh. the first two uh, play in games are tonight Tuesday. So uh, where is that? Why is it saying three forty p.m. according to my thing? But it's not actually started. Okay, I'm confused. Uh, either way, the playing games usually they're they're 16 seeds and 12 seeds. They're not the the biggest in the games. I guess we got Notre Dame Rutgers tomorrow. That's that's a, that's a better matchup. Uh, but last year UCLA was in the playing game and went all the way to the Final Four. So uh, you know, magic can happen. That's that's why they call it March Madness. Um, but the real real shit begins Thursday, and uh, I'm looking forward to this tournament. I think there's a lot of good teams. A lot of teams can win. It's not, it's not like there's one dominant team. Gonzaga is really, really good and got the number one overall seed. But they've been beat this year, um, including just recently by St. Mary. So uh, there's no team that's like 
31 and one or anything this year. Um, so everyone, everyone that's there is, has lost games. Um, you got last year's defending champion Baylor. They lost six times. That's whoa. You know, and they're still a number one seed. So it's a lot of times. Uh, you could really look at the entire like one through five seeds and say, I could see them winning. So uh, it should be good. Should Anyone's be, ball game. Should, Which is what makes it upsets. so maddening, Andy. Yes. So uh, one of the one of the big games that I, I'm looking forward to, uh, one of my alma maters, which I always forget, Cal State Fullerton won their conference. They're in the tournament. They will be playing this Friday. Crazy. So they're at number 15 seed. They'll be playing this Friday, taking on Duke University. <laughs> Could you imagine if they just destroy Shashevsky's legacy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't it's say like that you're going much. on an early retirement there, bub. But two seeds do lose sometimes. Uh, but I'm just picturing it seems so like fake because it's like, what if Duke and Kelsey Fullerton did like a home and home? And you're like, all right, Duke's coming into Fullerton tonight. Yeah, there's like 31 <laughs> like people unreal. in attendance. It'd be like, uh, I don't get it. These guys are like. Can you imagine like the year with like Zion where it's like, yeah. all right, Zion will be playing at Cal State Fullerton. It's like uh, Cal State Fullerton actually doesn't have a gym. They play at the local high school. It's kind of like how Villa Park plays at Fred yeah. Kelly. I, I mean, I went there and I don't even remember that they had a basketball arena. Like where did, how many people fit in there? I don't I don't know. I don't know where they play their games. It's probably about the size of like Chapman's. So is maybe like on, 240 people or something. Is it on campus? I mean, Cal State Fullerton has been in the tournament before, and so they must have. Yeah, it's just bizarre. Like you, you hear actually more often though. Uh, Irvine, you see Irvine being in the tournament, and that's always yeah. like, what? Wait, they're in the same league? You always is just like, no, like those aren't real schools that play sports. They're just like for school. But well, I just looked it up. Okay, the Titan Gym. That's where they play. Only 4,000 people. Oh wow, so, uh, not very big. Uh, but yeah, they beat they who they beat in the the final was uh, Long Beach State, which is like we know they have a a basketball arena because it's the coolest fucking thing in the world. They got a fucking pyramid they could see from the street. So, Long Beach does. Y- yes, I've never seen that. You've never seen the Long Beach pyramid? No, you can see it from the fucking freeway. I don't go on that freeway. I guess. Okay. I've you never seen it from it. a lot of places. Can't see it from my house. The massive ass pyramid. No, I don't see that. Wow. I'll have to well, look for it. I don't know. It's cool. It's a pyramid. It's a literal driven past the school, like the grass and the baseball field and all that. I don't know how you wouldn't see the pyramid. It sticks up over the school. Okay. I don't okay. go that way, Andy. Well, they've got a pyramid and it's cool. I live on the edge of Long Beach and that's about as far into Long Beach as I go. Like, you know, when you're on the 22 and you get off at Studebaker there. Yeah. You could see the pyramid. Really? If you look if you know where to look, yeah. Interesting. All right, I'm gonna have to keep my eyes open. Yeah. I mean, from there, it's probably like you could just see the top. But if you know it's there, it's there. For all you locals listening, I'm sure you're riveted, <laughs> and for everyone else from you know, it's cool. Uzbekistan has no idea what we're talking about. And uh, stay tuned for our entertainment pod when I get into uh, local road rage that I witnessed uh, actually yesterday. Oh, okay. coming up on entertainment pod. All right. Well, we got other we got other Southern California teams in the tournament. We got uh, San Diego State again. There, there seem to be an every year. Yeah, that's a little um, bit more believable. Yeah, uh, UCLA. Uh, disappointing that they're a four seed. 
I don't know what they would have been if they won the Pac-12. They ended up, uh, they got all the way to the finals and lost to Arizona again, who Arizona just is better than them. Uh, but you see, like, 25 and 7, and they're a four seed. Like I said, Baylor lost six games, and they're a one seed. Uh, I feel like the, the committee here just disrespects the, the West Coast. So uh, I don't, I'm not happy with that four seed, uh, but they'll be playing on Thursday night, 650. Uh, playing Akron, so uh, maybe, maybe LeBron will be rooting for Akron. I don't know. Um, although that's in Portland, so uh, maybe Damian Lillard will be there. Oh, yeah. Because he's not playing NBA basketball, so just hang out and watch those games. Yeah, he's got nothing else to do. Yeah. St. Mary's is playing in the, the game before, uh, and that's who you say would be playing if they do uh, get to the second round, which they should, so uh, that'll that's fun. St. Mary's, like I said, they, they beat Gonzaga just a couple weeks ago. They're a good team. Um, so it'll be a good game, but I'm disappointed that's their second round matchup. And then uh, and then Baylor would be in the third round there. So uh, that's the number one seed on their bracket. Um, and then USC also made the tournament up and down season, I'd say. I think they could have had a better year, but they, uh, they finished with a, a seventh seed. And they're uh, going to play Miami at uh, 12 o'clock on Friday. So. I think they can win that game and you know maybe steal a second round matchup as well. So uh, they definitely have the talent to do it. Um, but yeah, the, there's gonna be there's gonna be madness. So just so just wait. Yeah, I keep seeing the scene in a uh, three hundred, which is a movie I haven't seen in like fifteen years. Where the messenger's like, "This is madness." He's like, "This is Sparta." Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> that's how every game kicks off. Yeah, that clip. Uh, there's another interesting story that's uh, semi-related to the tournament, but uh, LSU had to fire their coach before the tournament started here. So they, uh, they're they in the tournament. They're a sixth seed. Uh, their coach, Will Wade, was fired. This is the second time he had um, findings in the NCAA investigations. He's just, he's just a dirty guy. So he was actually suspended a couple years ago when they made the tournament, or I guess that would have been three years oh, ago, right? Wow. There was no tournament two years ago. Uh, so he missed their games. And so I think LSU just had a deal. Like, Hey, any, next time this happens, you're just out. And yeah, they returned their findings from a new investigation, right? Investigation of what? Uh, just uh, paying players, that kind of shit. Like, Oh, it, you, you never pay. You never like give someone like 20 grand, but it's like these coaches like buy like a hundred dollars things and give it to players and shit like that. And it's like, it's just how the game works. But this guy seems to be extra slimy that he keeps getting caught. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Sounds like he should be a coach for uh, Houston uh, Astros or something. Yeah, uh, it's it's so hard to figure out college basketball coaches. I don't know if any of them are actually good basketball coaches or they're just good at getting players. Or it's like I don't know. <laughs> I mean, some of them do transition to the pros, but it's like you know, it's such a different, such a different game. It's just like you. There's two things you have to do to be a good college coach. Is like get the kids to play hard on defense and like convince good players to play for you. That's it. You'll like be Greg a successful Popovich person. We'll run circles around these guys, right? Maybe not anymore. He's pretty old, Andy. He shouldn't be running. Oh, you, you know what I mean? As a oh, coach. As a coach. Uh, yeah. Like, All right, God damn it. <laughs> Give me, uh, you know, the weave. Give me a figure eight. Yeah. I think he's making his players do it. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, it's gonna be a fun, fun week. So, next week should be a good episode too. Yeah, 
All right. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, no, I'm done. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 262 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Yes. Goodbye. We'll see you later. <laughs>